I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Everyone, thank you for joining. Uh, I'm back with my brother, Johnny L. Sasser. I'm pumped for this episode. As you can tell, I'm very excited because, brother Johnny, we're doing it again. We're doing round two of the Dawn of Masculinity. Yeah, brother. And, I, and I'm excited to dive in with you in this episode and kind of talk about some of the things that we're trying to cover in the Dawn of Masculinity. And um, it's just such a, I am so excited because I love doing anything with you. I love getting the converse with you. You and I could talk for just hours on end, yeah. but also the fact that the way that we want to support men right now and, and the way the world is, um, and what we're looking to do, it's such a special program that you and I have put so much time into and, and just honored to even bring this forward together, you know? Yeah. Same. I, I've been thinking a lot about, um, I, I talked to someone yesterday, a friend of mine who I haven't spoken with. I met her um, through business and we used to do a lot of work together, corporate training and different things for like T-Mobile corporate and stuff. I haven't talked to her in years, but the last time I talked to her was like right at the beginning of my healing journey. And I had a lunch with her and I was like, I found my life mission. Like I'm ready to go. And, and so we reconnected yesterday and I told her, you know, I roll a little different <laughs> and that's my like way to kind of frame up for people who may not be where I am, like I roll a little different and how I roll is I'm here. If I died tonight to say, I freaking live the fullest expression of myself and mm. not one person, authority institution is going to mold me into something they want. If I'm not willing to do that. And that way of saying it yesterday felt so good. Like I'm here to be the fullest expression of myself. And I think this course, we didn't really say it that way, but this course is geared for that. The men define when we say freedom. Like I was like, what is, what does freedom really mean for me? I wear this shirt Liberty. Like what is this call that I've always felt like, and it's really to be the fullest expression of myself. Mm, yeah, brother. And that's really what I believe it to be too. Um, when we think about like, when we think about the dawn, what is the dawn? You know, it's the rise of the sun and the rise of the new day. And what is, what is the importance of that? Well, the, the rise of the new day, the importance to me is that it, it's bringing us forward in the possibilities that anything can happen that day because the past is gone. What we did the day before, the week before is, is no longer relevant. Now it can be something we've learned from, but we can't change it anymore. And so it's dead. But what is the dawn? The dawn is the rising of the new possibilities that can be. The dawn is the start of what the presence in the future holds. And for me, when we talk about masculinity, 
I think we are in this time of the rising of what masculinity can be. We're, we're rising from what the ashes are of the old frame around masculinity, these old precepts that have caused a lot of men to dive into depression mm -hmm. and really a lot of negative self-talk. And these are, these are concepts we cover, but you know, it's like we're men are, have been conditioned to be sacrificial lambs for society and that joy joy and happiness um, are not for us. Right. Uh, it, it is supposed, supposed to be in pain and struggle. And so the dawn, though, allows us to say, no, man, there's a, there's a rising here. There's a rising of masculinity that gets to be different. And we get to be at the forefront of that. Yeah, Dude, that is, uh, which is such, I would say a humbling and honor at the, it's humbling and it's an honor at the same time because, yeah, we are seeing that chapter of the old way of masculinity, just the wounded, just, just wounded men presenting themselves to be something they're not, as opposed to being honest with, yeah, I, I have low self-esteem because I had the shit beat out of me when I was a kid. And I've thought that if I expressed how that really messed me up in my own self-worth that would make me look weak or make me look soft, or I wouldn't be who I want to be. Or the guy saying, yeah, I work a lot because if I'm honest, I don't like being home. And why don't I like being home? It's because I don't feel uh, good enough in myself that I can be the husband. I can be the father that I wished I was, but you know, we're helping men realize deep down, they can be whatever they want to be. They are the hero of their own journey. It's just taking these layers off to get to that place where they can finally go. All right. Yeah. All right. You know? Yeah. Well, it's it, it, a lot of that comes also from self-worth, right? Like men don't yeah. believe that they're worthy of happiness. So mm. what happens in good times, right? Men tend to look for ways to sabotage good times because they feel so mm. uncomfortable in happiness. They feel so uncomfortable in joy that they have to find pain and struggle. And mm. it's not something that, that I think men consciously do. I think it's something that's been given to us from past generations, but that's the whole point of the dawn, right? is to say that no longer is that past my story. I do, I do deserve joy. I deserve happiness. I deserve to live in good times. I can be a prepared man. I can understand who I am and be confident in that, who that is, but I deserve to have joy and happiness and love and support and all of those things. And I think a lot of men just really struggle with that concept. I think for a lot of us, and I can say that that was part of my life as well, is that I didn't believe that times were supposed to be good. I believed if they were good, that something ugly was right around the corner. Mm. And I needed to, I needed to go look for it and find it first, because if I didn't, it was going to catch me off guard. Mm. But how fucked up is that? Right? Like how much <laughs> should we like, how, why should we be looking for the demon around the corner when we can enjoy the goodness in front of us, the dawn, the light, the happiness, like we have that ability, but We've just been so ingrained with trying to preemptively find the bad things that we constantly just live in it. And I think it's just, we don't feel that we're worthy or deserve those things. And so 
it's identifying to men, like you said, like, Hey man, there's a version of me that doesn't look like the past version of masculinity, mm-hmm. but it's a version I'm happy with. And I, if I can live in that, I can actually enjoy the good times. I can enjoy the man that I show up as in those times. Yeah. I love that. It's, uh, it's interesting. You know, the guys that went through the course the first time, all beautiful men and beautiful souls, but you can just in reflection, all the negative self-talk that they had of themselves based on their own life experiences, which hindered them to really be that flame, you know, the dawn is light and light in another context or the sun is fire. You know, you can see like that, the fullness of that fire, just emitting, they want it. They want that, that flame, but they're just like, I don't know. You know, when I was a kid, I was too much, or I was told I was dumb or not good enough, or, you know, I didn't fit into whatever paradigm. And, and this is where I think a lot of men could, will benefit from being around other men. This is what's so cool about the course is we all hear each other's examples or stories or experiences, and none of us have the same experience, but even a guy with a completely different experience, I get so much from him. Like, wow, like, that's mm-hmm. amazing to see the transformation in another man, the light to click on and be like, oh, this is what using my voice is as opposed to using my body. This is what being the gardener, being the warrior, being the, you know, the, the, the king looks like. Um, it is just beautiful. I just love seeing men heal themselves and be who they wish who they wish they've always could be, you know, it's like, I think every guy carries with them. I wish I was like that. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. I look at your beard. I'm like, I wish I could grow a beard. I just, (laughs) but uh, you know, most men are looking at something outside themselves saying, I wish I could be like that. When in reality, they are who they wish they could be. They just have to find it inside themselves. Oh, dude, that's so like perfectly put too, because it is like all of this stuff is within inside of us already. It's just, we've never been empowered to pull it out. And typically we, men don't find that sense of confidence and self-worth within them until they're pushed to a limit that they realize that, wow, I am highly more capable than Mm. what I thought I was. Mm. And most men have never seen those trials and tribulations. You got pushed to those limits in your, with what you went through growing up. But then what was the real fuck for you was the psychological mind fuck when you got older that you had to come to terms with that. And for you, it realized it made you, you, it pushed you to the brink. And then you realize, Holy fuck, I am so capable of so many things that like, I am so confident in who I am and I'm going to speak my truth. And the Mm -hmm. turn for Lucas Mack was, was the fact that he got pushed to his edges, not only physically, but psychologically. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think with men, before they get to that point, we are trying to give them the opportunity to say, here's a fucking program, fellas. We're going to take you to those edges in a conscious way 
So you don't have to find the negative parts of life that can bring you to that. And it doesn't mean that if you've seen those, that it's, that it's anything wrong either. It's that if you've even been pushed there, we can help you realize what that actually means for you. But if you haven't been to that point, we're trying to get you to understand yourself so you don't ever have to reach those and you can turn into that man who you desire to be, who's inside, who you already have inside, you know? Yeah. That's what like really fires me up about this course. Dude, I... I love that. It's, uh, you know, I, I love the founding fathers of, of, I mean, I have, I read, I love the founding fathers of, of America. And I think of like who they were, what they were and why they were. So why are we here today? Because a few select men, yes, some chose to fight physically and that was incredibly important. And, that's why we're free. But they also coupled that physical ability with their ability to articulate clearly their purpose, mm-hmm. their vision, their mission for the world, how we can live together. And what's cool about you and I coming together, what's cool about seeing the men go through this, it's balancing out. I think this is what you're saying. It's like, if they're to the edge we're, we can help them come back and find center, or if they're, it's like finding the balance within of both the power and the, um, I think the articulation, like I, I think so often I've been thinking about this a lot lately, just watching my own children, my children, I'm a big yeah, I'm 6'3", 240. I'm a big presence. And these are little kids, you know, these are, these are babies. And Lauren has to remind me like, you're, you're huge compared to them. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. And not that I do anything. And she's just <laughs> like, remember, you're really big. And I'm like, good point. Yeah. And, uh, and I think I don't want my children to go into the world thinking they are the son of me. Like, I don't want them to have that. I'm Lucas Mack's son. I want them to be the beginning of their own lineage. And why I bring this back to the founding fathers is like, no one cares who George Washington's dad was. I've never heard about him. Mm-hmm. Never heard about his mom. No one gives a shit about <laughs> what happened before. It's like those that chose to show up for themselves were the new lineage. And I think this is what's yeah. so cool about this course is it doesn't matter where you've come from. It doesn't matter who your family is. It doesn't matter if you love them or you hate them. It doesn't matter if they're good to you or not good to you. All that stuff's bullshit. It's, are you going to be the new birth of a new story, a new line, a new generation, a new, mm-hmm. a new world, you know, and we are helping men live in that. And that's what I just find so beautiful is we all get to be the new founding fathers of this new world that we want to live in. Yeah, brother. Uh, it, it, what, when you were talking, it brought up a line for me from Braveheart and it's when William Wallace is talking to the Bruce and mm-hmm. he's, he goes to the Bruce and he says, men don't follow titles. They follow courage. And if you would just lead them, I would follow you. And mm-hmm. so would they. Right. And so like, Men don't follow titles. And if you're a man right now, there is no title to follow. You're not somebody's son. You're not somebody's this. You're not, you're not that you're not your job. 
you're who you desire to be. And it's the courage to take that man and say, mm-hmm. I'm going to live in his presence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the man that I desire to be and have that courage, regardless of what he looks like to the rest of the world or societal perceptions. Yes. It's having the courage to be that man. And if you be him and you live in him and you allow him to, to affect the world and your ecosystem, the people who need you will follow you. Yes. And you will be the leader for them because you will show them that they can also be themselves. You will show them that they can live in the light that they desire to create for who they are, as opposed to living in somebody else's shadow. So mm-hmm. just remembering for men that men don't follow titles. They follow courage. You mm-hmm. know, my father was a mechanic. I grew up blue collar. If mm-hmm. I followed titles, guess what I would be? I would be a blue collar worker living paycheck to paycheck, just barely getting by. That's what I grew up with. I'm not saying that negatively to my family. I'm just saying that's what I would have followed, yep. but I followed courage. I followed the courage to be something different. And I still do that to this day. I do my damnedest to always push the envelope. And when shit terrifies me, mm-hmm. I go towards it because at the end of the day, that's where my happiness lies is in the uncomfortable. And for men, that's what they get to do. in the dawn of masculinity is be uncomfortable. You're going to get uncomfortable as shit because guess what? We're going to push you to your <laughs> limits of understanding who you are. You're going to have to question perceptions. You're going to have to dive into trauma. I mean, you're one of the foremost experts in trauma healing. Like you do this on a regular basis. Not only have you, do you do this with other men? You've done this with yourself religiously and you constantly still do it and you do it for yourself and for your kids. And that's what we're going to push them to. They're going to get pushed to those, to those fringes of shit, man, this is my edge. Like I'm having to question what I've lived by up until this point, who I've lived by up until this point and what's been done to me and what I've done to myself. And I get to question that, but I also get to grow from it and then reframe it. And that's, what's so beautiful about the dawn of masculinity. It's the fact that you're never fucking down and out. You're never on the mat for the 10 count. You're getting back up. You're rising from that because you get the opportunity to rise from that and change what the fuck you step into and who you step into. That's right. Dude. That's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. The, uh, <laughs> it fires me up. I said on this podcast, I was on the other day, they said, you know, what would you like to leave the audience with? I said, what I would love to leave the audience with, if I could bless them with anything is the courage is to find courage and in courage is everything. And you know, what's funny about, I think most men, if I was going to ask just a sa- random sample of men, if we were, if, if war was about to break out on our homeland and you had to, you had to protect your family, would you find the courage to do it? I would say most men would say yes. I, I think that's like a concept that's like the protector or defender of, of the home. Mm-hmm. It's always out there. Like courage is like some tied to something way out there in a time and space that may come. But what I find is what men struggle with is understanding courage is to look at what's within right now. And most men think that they're courageous because they think of some fight coming externally, but real courage is going within and looking at all those memories, teachings, events, situations that cause confusion, fear, pain, trauma, 
And, you know, when I first started getting into this world of talking about my story, and most men don't like the word healing. Most men don't even like the word trauma. And I'm like, that's weak. <laughs> you act yeah. strong. That is weak. You think you're strong yeah. because you work on your physical stature, but I'm talking about things that are emotional and look at you like fade away, like a butter, like a hot knife through butter just cuts right through you. I'm like, don't you see the fallacy of thinking that you're strong, but you can't talk about emotional things. That's not strength. That's weakness. And to see the guys go wrestle with that, because no man likes to be called weak, but then yeah. wrestle with that and be like, oh, actually, yeah, why am I struggling to look at these things? Why don't I like the word healing? Why, why do I equate softness with weakness when softness can be, I use this example a lot. Bane in um, mm. Batman, when he he's like, I'm in that one guy's like, I'm in charge here. And Bane just rests his hand on his shoulder. He goes, do you feel in charge? Yeah. Now, Bane didn't threaten him. Bane didn't be like, what's up? Bane just laid a gentle hand on that dude's shoulder and said, do you feel in charge? To me, that's like intentional gentleness. Like the man who can be that warrior as needed, but also be that gardener as needed and be the king as needed for every single person. That's how I want to stay on track here. That's how people feel safe. That's what real strength is. That's what courage is to mm -hmm. go within and uncouple all these things so that wherever we go, men, women, children, they feel safe in our presence, not because we're weak, but because we're incredibly strong, but choose our strength to keep that space for other people to feel safe. You know, it's that like a weak man can't make people feel safe. A weak man's actually yeah. dangerous. The strong man can make people feel safe because the strong man holds that space. And it's like, I got you. Yeah. And it, Jordan Peterson talks about um, that uh, a dangerous man under uh, in control, essentially of himself. And I'm paraphrasing, but a dangerous man in control is a good man, right. Mm -hmm. That, or a good man can be a dangerous man. And I, and I believe in, I believe in the philosophy of men being dangerous. I think we all, we all need to have that component. Yes. But when I say this as well, that also means intellectually, like yes. when the, the, the cerebral thought, like you look at the tacticians of the past and you look at how they won wars and strategically took over land. So then they could expand their empires. It wasn't necessarily always by brute force. It was also by intellect. Right. And so being dangerous doesn't just mean I can be physical with somebody or I can use a weapon. It also means how do I use my head? You know, again, I go back to Braveheart because I think there's so many lessons for men in that movie, but when, when William's father dies and his mm -hmm. uncle Argyle comes up and William grabs the sword, uh, when he's a kid and Argyle looks at him and he says, first, learn how to use this pointing at his head. And then I'll teach you to use this. And he picks up the sword. And there's a profound piece to that for men. It's being dangerous with your mind first, because the physical aspects can tend to be the easier ones to learn. But if you can't train your mind to be dangerous, if you can't train yourself to have control over what you can do with your mind, mm. then the physical aspects always have a limitation. Yes. Right. And so I say all this in the sense of, you know, with this becomes the fact of men 
can establish their, their ability to be dangerous through the confidence that they have in the man that they are. Now, whether yes. that means somebody is a high level of intellect and he prides himself on that and he has the ability to use his intelligence for good and it's under control. And when somebody tries to threaten him, he understands how he can use that intelligence to outmaneuver that person, right? So he's con- using it in a controlled way and in a way in which he can shift the, the outcome for somebody that might have a, a insidious nature and he has a good heart and a good soul. And he understands his confidence in that intellect and intelligence, and he can use that for good. That is a dangerous man as well. That can be a danger or a dangerous man can be somebody who spiritually has the ability to impact and influence certain, you know, ways of being and atmospheres and social aspects. And he can be dangerous in that in a good way. When somebody threatens the spiritual nature of an environment, he has the ability to combat that. That's a dangerous man and a dangerous man with that level of, uh, that level of intelligence, that level of energetic connection and vibration, that man is the world needs. The world needs that because the evil is always there. And evil is the unaware masculine, the man who is blindly following what's been given the prescriptions of how to be and who to be and what to say. But the aware masculine is the dangerous masculine because he sees how he can influence positively and impact people to have critical thought and to have belief in themselves, not in an external societal power, but in themselves and their sovereignty. And like you said, that brings together the warrior, the gardener, and creates the king, the Mm. sovereign king who knows when to employ his warrior and gardener. Mm. (laughs) I love it. Oh, the, uh, on the way to school for my youngest or not my youngest, my third, she was my youngest for a long time, but now she's a, yeah. she's the third. Not anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, she's struggling with this one girl in her class and, um, and it, she woke up crying this morning and she was crying last night. And we, every day we do affirmations on the way to school. I am light. I am powerful. I am courageous. I am nobody's clay. I like, I build up all this affirmation and she uses them. But last night I saw that she was so affected by this one girl and the girl's just a girl, not a bad girl, but to my daughter, she's given her power away to this girl. Yeah. And I said to her this morning, I said to all, three of my oldest kids on the way to school. And I drove them. And I said, I'm the most powerful person I know. When I walk into a room, I don't, I, and I've been in the room with global elite billionaires. I've been, I've had billionaires on like, so shit. You were on stage with Macklemore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, so what I'm, I love the Bruce Lee quote. When you find yourself trapped in a room with your enemies, think not I am trapped in here with them, but rather they are trapped in here with me. And that flip of the switch is if I could bless everyone's mind, just just like we are not lesser than. And I think what masculinity has been presented to uh, the world is this like, uber one-sided like 
roided view of like uh, the ability of a man when what I want everyone to come across, I guess I want to stay on this point. And what I want my daughter to understand is no one can give, if you're giving your power away, I guess my point is like the, the mechanic to the boardroom executive, everyone has their gifts. Everyone has their, their desires and what they're good at. But when men, no matter where they fall or lie in the societal construct, live to the fullness of who they are, the world like that will change. Women will feel safe. Children will feel safe. Men will feel safe, safe to express oneself, safe to explore again, safe. And I was on this call yesterday that I joined um, and it was just victim. I just listened to these people, victimhood, 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 victimhood. This always happens to this group. This happens, disenfranchise this and like, and I was walked away like, God, that's exhausting. How how draining to always be like, oh, it's just they do this, they did. That. I'm like, rise, my dear one, rise into your power, take your throne. I I did this ayahuasca ceremony a couple of weeks ago, and I had the most profound second night. And I heard no one can grant the king permission to take his throne because mm. not one person has the authority to grant the king permission. Only the king can do that. Mm. So the minute the king says, I'm sitting in that throne, everyone celebrates it. Everyone honors it because it puts in right order the kingdom, the covering of the king. And so I think as every man can step into that, when I love how you said uh, warrior Gardner and then King last, because really that's what most men are looking for, searching for. Yes. Some need to fig- find that warrior and the warrior side who guys have always been fighting or come from the fight all the time, need to find the gardener. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to find that King. And like, and it's interesting the show game of Thrones. I was, I, I always think, what is the narratives being presented to mankind humanity through these shows and like Braveheart's the, my favorite movie like that you and I can jam on that like we love that and I was also like what what is the Game of Thrones really all about and here at the end of the show the disabled boy is king and I thought mm-hmm. that's so fascinating all these able-bodied warrior men the Jon Snows the this that you think that's the persona of king But really, I think what's cool about what that show said was just the ability to utter words. If you Mm. sit in that authority, you don't need to be able bodied. So the 90 year old man who's still like alive, but can speak from that place is still king. The little six year old boy who can learn to find that self within himself and utters his voice is king. Mm, That's so good, man. And it's uh, there's two things I want to bring out of that. And, and one of them is to reemphasize and, and when uh, anybody that's we're doing a lot of pop culture in this one, but if anybody's uh, <laughs> yeah. watched the, uh, the Netflix show, um, the Witcher, which I hmm. talks about how the girl that he's protecting and he's guarding, she's like, Oh, I want to be a great warrior. And he's like, 
he's like, well, why do you want to be a great warrior? And she's like, I want to be like you. I want to be a, a, an amazing warrior. And he goes, I've known a lot of great warriors and guess where they all are. They're mm. dead. And so in, when, when he said that it was like, he was trying to give her the perspective of you can be a great warrior, but you also have to have that level of confidence. And Oh, Johnny will come back. Johnny will come back. Oh, are you there? I'm back. Okay. There yeah, I don't know what happened there. No problem. No, Where's... but you're saying you can be that great warrior, but you also have the ability to what? You, you have to have the, the awareness and intelligence to, to not just always jump into a battle physically mm. because there's an, a, a bigger picture that, that we as individuals can understand. And especially as men have the ability to understand that we may not actually need that force. And so this goes back into the warrior, the garden. To me, the king can't be built without the warrior, the gardener. Right. right. But right. in that essence, because of the fact the king has to know when each one of them needs to be employed, he has to know when the gardener, it's time for him to show up. He has to know mm. when the warrior needs to show up. And if we're always just fighting the warrior, we're always in the warrior. Well, we're going to put ourselves in the battles we can't win. And eventually a good warrior even dies. Yes. 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 Dude, this, um, this course and, and John will be back in a sec, but this course is so powerful. I want to, I, I just, if you are listening and, um, maybe you've done a lot of emotional intelligence work or you, you've done work workshops like this course that Johnny and I have put together truly without any hesitation in my mind of like, well, could it be better? This course is freaking powerful. And I just implore every guy to sign up, get on a call with Johnny and I get on a call, explore this thing. There are 12 weeks. And what's beautiful is there's a group of men that you connect with after this. And we have a Facebook group and a private group that you're able to, you know, it doesn't end. There's still relationships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's, it's, we're not we're, we're not promoting facebook it's my yeah, good, point. good point good point <laughs> good point we but, have our we have our community yeah you get you get the community yes oh man johnny johnny struggled but um yeah we're, we're, there is there is something beyond um just doing this course there's this brotherhood that you get so every every brother watching this every um every woman watching this who knows a guy who can step into more and and is looking for more i just encourage you to get on a call with us um i mean module one there's five modules in this course and module one is titled healing before growing and most guys want to build the skyscraper to use an analogy but no you know, when we go to these great cities and, and the Apple TV, if you have Apple TV and the screensavers show the cityscapes all over the world, Dubai and New York and Hong Kong, and it's all the, what can be seen, but we're never taught in society to think through the foundations to hold those buildings up. The incredible depth they dig to build these skyscrapers up. And what's so cool about this course is Module one being healing before growing is saying, you want to be a big skyscraper. You want to be the full, 
the fullest expression of yourself. Awesome. We want you to be that as well. Now let's go deep. <laughs> let's yeah. dig in. Let's get uh, there. So good. And it's a, it's a philosophy that you, you and I both hold is that the foundation has to be strong first. And you yes. put that perfectly. You want to be something bigger. You want to be a skyscraper. You got to have a deep and strong foundation. And to, to that point, you know, when I was in special operations, it wasn't the fact that we could, that we were so good that we had all these intricate tactics and all these complex ways of attacking an objective. Mm. What it all started with was the fundamentals. Yeah. We had to be strong as fuck with the fundamentals because we could not build complexity on a false foundation. We couldn't be intricate if we didn't have the basics down. And what that means for us as men, and I am, this is my philosophy since I've been a ranger, was the fact that as men, if we can't have a strong foundation in who we are, heal, heal our wounds, identify what is still um, affecting us subconsciously and confront the shadows, if we can't build a strong foundation in who we are, then we're never going to be able to be these strong, intricate, aware fathers and husbands and men in this world. Because at the end of the day, when life hits you, when shit shakes your foundation, it will crumble if you haven't done that work to find those pieces out. If, you, if you're still struggling to figure out what is going on with you and you're not in the, you don't have the tools to question that and then to reframe and develop and create new perspectives, then when you get hit by something hard in life, because it comes, when that happens, you won't be able to adjust. You'll just be able to crumble. And so you'll find yourself in the same place that you started as. So you'll be building on this false foundation, but that's not what you and I want to give men. We want to give them the, the ability to withstand the, the hurricanes, to withstand the earthquakes. We want them to be able to say, yeah, it shook a little bit, but nothing fell. And now I know where to go because I have the tools to, to build off this strong foundation. I have the tools to then go back and reframe after that earthquake or that, that hurricane. I have the ability to understand and to adjust and then to continue to build up. Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's, it's uh, man, I'm just excited. I want every, I want every guy to join this. I want, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm here to, I've always like changed the world and that seems so big, but really it changes with each person. You know, it's like that um, story of the starfish that gets swept up on shore and the one guy throws them back and the person's like, what are you doing? You can't make a difference. He's like, I made a difference for that one, you know? And it's like, it starts one at a time. It starts with each guy signing up. And um, just as something came up, cause you're, you're so powerful and articulate. I know I can speak and, and we can speak. But neither of us started here. No, no I, you know, no, when no. I started my podcast in 2017, I was reading a script, so afraid to be judged, so afraid of what people would think of me, you know, so yep. it's a journey, but it is worth everything. It, I, I, there is nothing I wouldn't give and I've given everything to get to this place. And I, and just to encourage men, you're not going to start day one being like talking about all this stuff, 
but I'll tell you, there comes a point where you step into this and, and however your gifting is, maybe you're more quiet, maybe you're more stoic, whatever it is, but you, you kind of just sit into yourself and like, wow, wow. Yeah. It's just, a, it comes to a special place, like being a brother with you. And, and this morning I was doing this meditation and I call, you know, I have brothers, you're my brother. My, I have a physical brother, blood brother, who is also my brother. You know, sometimes blood brother aren't brothers, you know, it's like en- yeah. mortal enemies. And I have my physical brother who is my blood brother and brother. And then I'm so thankful for all these brothers that I've met, like true brothers. And that's what I just want men to feel, to know they're not alone to join this course, mm-hmm. they get to step into themselves, but then to find a bunch of brothers who, you know, it's not, um, there's men's groups out there that we all know, and there's, there's great stuff, but you and I have a very specific point of view on how to go through this stuff. And, and I'm excited that men get to do this, more men get to do this. And, and so, yeah, I just, uh, dude, I'm pumped. I got on the call, but before we started recording, I told Johnny I was pumped. I texted him. So I'm pumped. So really excited, did. bro. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, what I have to say to guys is like, you know, I used to do um, a lot of questioning for, and I'm sure you did too. It's like, Hey, do I invest in, in this course? And, or do I like, this is, this is a lot of money or like whatever, like I could do the X, Y, and Z with it. Well, let me ask, ask you is like, you've done X, Y, and Z with your money and it's gotten you to where you are today. So why not change your fucking perspective? Give yourself a chance and give yourself the ability to change the, what you would normally do. Because when you do that, what you receive from the universe changes and you know, the, the obviously, and you and I have, I mean, this has been beaten to death, but I love it is, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result is insanity. Right. Well, are you insane mm-hmm. or are you trying to live life mm-hmm. to be happy? Because what else do you have to lose? Right. Like, honestly, like what the fuck else do you have to lose? I used to hesitate in investing in myself and it used to be, um, I would question it and I would, I would talk myself out of it saying that there was no value. Like what's really the outcome Cause honestly, this is on the men that sign up. Like Lucas and I can sit here and give you all the tools. We can talk to we're blue in the face. We can mm-hmm. teach you. We can workshop with you. We can do all of this stuff. We can be there to support you, but we can't do the work for you. Right. right. And so at the end of the day, the outcome of anything that you spend money on becomes the fact of, do you believe that you can create the change where the value is going to come out of that? And if you believe you can do that, then you should be signing up for this because at the end of the day, we're not actually charging a shit ton of money for a course that that is is 12 weeks long and is packed, jam-packed right. with information, jam-packed with lessons, jam-packed with development, jam-packed with our time that we're giving because we just want men to find themselves. Like your investment is for you. And when was the last time you truly invested in yourself? Like people want to sit there and say, I want to be a better father. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better man or a better leader. When was the last time you invested in that? 
You invest time in bullshit like sports, which has no effect on your fucking life. When's the last time you invested time and money into yourself, like really into yourself, actually into your own psyche, your own shadows, your own trauma, your own development. When's the last time you did that? Seriously, ask yourself that if you're a guy sitting here listening, ask yourself that. Because when I ask myself that, if it's been a long time, my question becomes, well, then how are you grown? How are you living in integrity to be something better if you're not willing to invest your time and your money into you, right? And I don't want that. I, like, I, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of, of selling. Like, that's been probably my hardest journey in entrepreneurship yeah. um, because I, I just, I, I want to serve people, but I don't really like to sell. Yeah. And so I don't want to sell anybody on this. I don't want to convince you, you fucking need to be here. You should be convincing <laughs> yourself that you need to be here. That's right. Like you should be like this, this should be fucking something I want to do because at the end of the day, I want to do something better. I want to be more, I want to change who I am. This right. should be you convincing you. If that's the negotiation, it shouldn't be Lucas or me. I don't want to have to do that. That's not my fucking job. My job is to serve you, to bring you. Lucas's job is to serve you and bring you something that can change your life epically. And that's what we've done. We've done our job, you know, and I want you to do your job, which is make the decision to invest in yourself. I want you to do your job and put your, your, your action where your words are and don't be the version of man who just talks all kinds of bullshit, but never follows through. Have integrity with yourself. Have integrity and say, yeah, I'm going to own the fact that I desire to be something more and that I've said this out loud to other people. I'm going to own the fact that I want to do more in my life and show up differently. So let me put myself in a position to actually do that. (laughs) That's it. That's it. That is, um, that's it. I mean, what else is there to say? We've gone through two years of people being bullied or coerced or manipulated or all of these things, but for the people found themselves and said, and I, we say this in the course, I talk about what is, how do I define sovereignty? I define sovereignty as when I say yes, it's yes. And when I say no, it's fucking no. Yeah. It's no. And most men are saying no, but they don't know how to say yes. And a mm-hmm. lot of guys are saying, yes, they're people pleasers, but they don't know how to say no. And mm-hmm. sovereignty is the ability to say both with clarity and integrity And in this course, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait to get started. So sign up. Don't mess around. Let's do it. Let's heal humanity. Let's uh, all rise in the dawn of masculinity together. Yeah, brothers, beautifully said. And yeah, check the links in the show notes. Luke will put the the website in there. Um, I will as well. And then also, if you guys are interested in hopping on a call, you want to learn a little more in depth. Maybe you've listened to this and you're you're on that fringe of like, yeah, I really do want to sign up, but I want a little more information. Uh, do, do us a favor and give us the opportunity to speak to you. So sign up for a call. You can either message me at johnny.elsasser on Instagram or shoot me an email at johnny at johnnyelsasser.com. Um, Lucas, if you want to throw your stuff out there, you guys can register with us for a call and, and let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lucas James Mack at Instagram. So you find me there, um, or you can email me at lucas at lucasmack.com and dude, let's rock it. Let's rock it, brother. Yeah, brother. Awesome. I'm so excited. Same. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com. 
www.thepowerofpowerpodcast.com. 